This message comes from NPR sponsor Hulu. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, A People's History. From memes to movements, see how this powerful online community shapes culture and society. Black Twitter, A People's History premieres May 9th, streaming on Hulu. We've all done it, right? Uh, you got a crush on someone or let's say some, you know, there's just somebody you really like in your life and you decide to make them a mixtape, a mixtape or, you know, a playlist uh, and you fill it full of all of these songs that are, you know, they're carefully selected and calibrated to send them a message, something that telegraphs your feelings. Hopefully they'll pick up what you're putting down and, and they'll realize that, oh, you, you're hoping this, you know, friendship turns into uh, <laughs> something else. Hazel Sills, I know you've done it. I have definitely done it yeah. so many times. Yeah. And it's a really delicate balance between me kind of wanting to show my music taste chops and right. expertise, but then also making sure I'm communicating the right messages. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing is like, it also has to show that you're cool, right? I mean, yeah, it's, it's that's the most important part. Yeah, it's not just that one song. <laughs> you want them to conclude after listening to your mixtape, like, Oh, I need to date this person. Yeah. yeah, I need I need to be with this. This is the person I need to be with. I've done it too. Um, so many times with, uh, you know, results may vary. Uh, <laughs> Same. <laughs> mileage. No shame. <laughs> <laughs> mileage may vary depending on use. Um, so we asked listeners to tell us about a time that they did it, a time that they made a special, you know, coded mix for someone. People wrote in. They sent us emails. They sent us voice memos telling us about the, you know, the one go-to song that says, I've got a crush. And then, you know, also about a time that they used it on a mix for someone. We're going to share their songs and stories on this episode of All Songs Considered. And uh, we don't have to tell our own stories right now. Let's go straight to listeners and start with them. Yeah. So this is a voice memo that we got from a listener named Michelle, uh, who mentioned a song a lot of people said they put on tapes for people. Ah, the mixtape. Thanks for taking me down memory lane thinking about this. I was thinking the whole process of the mixtape. I made many of them. But the process was the, I mean, 80% of it, honestly. And I was thinking about picking up that cassette tape, that TDK tape. And for some reason, I don't know, they must have come in packs of three or five. But I only bought one at a time, which seems crazy to me now. So when you bought that one... You had to get it right. It had to be perfect. And so you'd spend hours upon hours making the perfect mixtape. I have many. I actually am over 50, and I still have some that I keep. But the one song that was probably on all of them that takes me back, Peter Gabriel's In Your Eyes, had to be on there. Had to. So lost, so 
I actually could not think of a better one to start the show off with because it is such a popular pick. This is a story I've told many times, so I apologize if for anyone who's heard it before, but uh, Bob Boylan, who used to do the show with me, we did a Valentine's Day show eons ago, and I we did a call out to listeners. We said, you know, what's your favorite love song? And I told him, I know what the number one and the number two songs are going to be. Uh, it's going to be either Etta James's version of like At Last, the song mm-hmm. At Last, and or it's going to be In Your Eyes uh, from Peter Gabriel. And he said, how could you possibly know? And I said, well, Beyonce just performed, um, you know, uh, At Last at Obama's inauguration ball. So that's on people's minds. I mean, and, and it's, of course, an amazing song. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, uh, Peter Gabriel, In Your Eyes, because of the iconic moment in the movie Say Anything. Yes. And, you know, where Lloyd Dobler holds the boombox boom over. <laughs> yeah, the boombox for, <laughs> for his girlfriend outside her, her bedroom window. It's iconic, right? So we, we, we get the results of the pullback. And just as I said, uh, number one was at last. Number two was in your eyes. He said, how could you possibly have know, known this? And I you know, explained the inauguration ball. <laughs> and then I explained the movie. And he said, nobody gets songs from movies. What? That is... <laughs> That's not just an iconic song in that movie. It's like an iconic romantic gesture. Right. Like it's, it's, the, it's the whole package of like how you're supposed to receive this song and give this song to someone else. Right. So Bob famously never watched movies or TV. But when, when he said nobody gets songs from movies, um, the, the whole rest of the office, everyone shot out of their chairs, you know, and, and stomped across the room. And everyone was just standing around him yelling at him about, you know, how, how important movies and TV are for... For song discovery, but <laughs> anyway, in your eyes, Peter Gabriel's uh, that that's from the uh, album So that came out in 1986. What an incredible, incredible album that was. Um, let's stay in that era, the the mid 1980s. This is one of the emails we got. Just a, a really short note uh, about a song that I really love, and I was excited to see somebody mention. This is from a listener named Carolyn. She picked uh, the song uh, Somebody. It's called Somebody by Depeche Mode. And um, this is uh, from Depeche Mode's 1984 album, Some Great Reward. Carolyn writes, This song said everything that was in my heart. It went to my now husband. So that answers that question. You know, the question, how did it work out? Uh, She says, Carolyn says, we're still married. And we have seen Depeche Mode three times together. Hope to see them again. Share the rest of my life Share my innermost thoughts 
thoughts Know my intimate details Someone will stand by my side And give me support And in return She'll get my support She will listen to me When I want to speak I mean, this would be a great song no matter what, but there's something about the atmospherics in this that really just make it complete to me. Yeah. I'm glad someone picked a Depeche Mode song because I feel like, you know, that band, the way that they write about love and desire, it's never quite um, straightforward. (laughs) Like, I feel like they can't do straightforward, earnest pop, and there's that great line, though my views may be wrong, they may even be perverted. Right. (laughs) It's like... That's true love, is just completely understanding someone and and all that they're giving to you. And in fact, she will often disagree. Yeah. Right? (laughs) (laughs) She, you know, but, like you said, yeah, Yeah. but still understand, warts and all. Um, Yeah, well said. Uh, A high school girlfriend put this on a mixtape for me Mm. uh, back in the day, and um, we ended up dating for a while. But, you know, nature ran its course and she broke up with me. Um, But, we're actually still really good friends and, you know, still text and, and stay in touch. And, um, you know, we're, uh, and we, we both will still reference this song from time to time, just how much we love, love this song. Love that. Yeah. Somebody from Depeche Mode, um, so happy to see this on the list. Yeah. So I'll go to another uh, a written one that we got. Uh, this is from Amanda in Illinois. Um, Amanda wrote, In June 2001, I had just returned from a study abroad program in Prague, on which I met and fell in love with a fellow study abroad student who was from California. I was going to college in Wisconsin. I hoped that once he returned to the U.S. that we would see each other at least one more time. He stayed living in Prague for a couple more months after I returned home, and I made and sent him a mixtape that included the song Kiss Me on My Neck by Erica Badu because I wanted to let him know I was eager to reunite once we were both back stateside. We did reunite. I visited him in California. We then dated long distance for one year, lived together in California for almost three years, and then got married in 2005. We are still married, now have three kids, and live in the Midwest. So I guess it worked out. Yeah. 
Uh, Erica Badu kissed me on my neck from uh, that's from her 2000 album, um, Mama's Gun. I love hearing these stories we, we got from people. Just you know, being young and free, and and life is full of possibility still. Yeah, I am just not surprised that this song uh, brought Amanda back together with her now husband. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like this is a great. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I, I the other thought I had as I was listening to this is that it's so unambiguous, right? And you mm-hmm. like, where's the line between getting your message out there, but you don't want to come in too hot, right? Yeah, yeah. If someone I was in a long distance relationship sent me a mixtape with this song on it, I would be like, I gotta come, I gotta come. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you gotta go, you gotta get there. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because. Um, you know, I I've th- I, th- I I searched through my own memory trying to come up with like, well, what were some of the ones that I, I know I put on people's tapes? And I, I one of the conclusions I came to is that I'm really terrible at this because so many of them were so vague. Like I put Claire de Lune on one one time, <laughs> right? It's like, well, how could you not know? It's it's the most romantic, beautiful song of all time. But you know. Uh, the the message was not received. <laughs> yeah, you probably had people. You probably had people who were re- working really hard to decode what you were trying to say. <laughs> like maybe Claire de Lune? Maybe he likes me. <laughs> I, I, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, next, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> you know, it's interesting. Very few people wrote in saying that you know it just didn't work out. Mm. You know, there were a few. You know, there were some who said, "Oh man, what was I thinking." You know, yeah. putting song X on a mix for someone. One one woman wrote in that she told this story about how she got in her car one morning. She'd left it unlocked. And um, when she got in the car, she discovered there, that there was a tape in the cassette player. Mm. And it turns out that this guy that she'd gone on a few dates with had snuck into her car and put <gasps> the tape in there, you know, at night. And when she turned on the car, the, the tape started playing. And it was Percy Sledge's When a Man Loves a Woman. And it creeped her out so much, she was like, well, that's the end of that. <laughs> and this poor guy, you know, he's probably thinking like, oh, this is so clever. Oh, this, this is really, really clever. And it completely backfired. Yeah, that's a PSA to all listeners. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't sneak <laughs> I mean, <into> <laughs> can you do that anymore in a car? I guess if you have a tape deck. Yeah, I suppose. Um, yeah, we used to always prank our friends when, when we were teenagers we would, because no, and no, nobody locked their car and we would get mm. in and... Um, you would turn their radio on at full volume and their windshield wipers on and all, and their blinker and all of that. And so that when they started the car, the stereo would start blasting and the windshield wipers would go and the blinker would go. And, you know, that was a – but, uh, yeah. Very mature. Very mature. <laughs> High school, I mean. <laughs> um, so we need to take a break. But real quickly, before we do, I want to remind everyone that uh, there is a new plus version of the program. It's NPR Music Plus. And if you sign up for it, you can listen to All Songs Considered and Alt Latino and New Music Friday and any, anything else that we, we've got coming down the road. Um, you can listen to all of it sponsorship-free, no sponsorships. So if you want to check it out, it's at plus.npr.org slash NPR Music, plus.npr.org and then slash NPR Music. We'll be right back. Support for NPR and the following message come from FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. 
This message comes from NPR sponsor Hulu with Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Directed by Prentice Penny, Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, A People's History, premieres May 9th, streaming on Hulu. This message comes from NPR sponsor Charles Schwab with their original podcast, Choiceology. Hosted by Katie Milkman, an award-winning behavioral scientist and author of the best-selling book, How to Change. Choiceology is a show about the psychology and economics behind people's decisions. Hear true stories from Nobel laureates, authors, athletes, and more about why people do the things they do. Download the latest episode and subscribe at schwab.com slash podcast or wherever you listen. So let's go to another voice memo uh, we got. This one is from a listener named David. In 1993, I had the biggest crush I've ever had in my life. And of course, back then, when you had a crush, you made a mixtape. I leaned pretty heavily into my vinyl collection, which was mostly punk and new wave, with songs like Devo's Just the Girl, Blondie, One Way or Another, Simple Minds, Someone, Somewhere in Summertime. But the song I kicked off the tape with was Madness, It Must Be Love. I made her several other mixtapes over the years, but this was the first, and I still think it was the best. But then we celebrated 30 years of marriage, so something must have worked. I think Madness was right. It must be love. What a sweet song. It's so good. It's not subtle at all, which is the beauty of it. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you know this band? Oh, this is Madness. Um, this I is, do. Yeah, yeah. I think their biggest hit was probably Our House. You know, yeah. Our House in the middle of the street. Um, both that song and this song, It Must Be Loved, they were from the band's uh, self-titled album that came out in 1983. Yeah. I've got to be near you every night. Uh, Hazel, let's get to another another listener. Yeah, so this uh, one is from Jess in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, she doesn't mention the specific song in her voice memo, but she told us via email her go-to track was Dreamboat by Mira. Playlists and mixed CDs are kind of my love language. 
And I remember around 2008 making a bunch of mix CDs for this girl I had a crush on uh, who ended up being my first girlfriend. This is also around the time that Apple introduced the genius function that would analyze what you've been listening to and make suggestions, build you playlists. And I remember she liked one of my mixes so much and was listening to it all the time. And I was, you know, feeling really proud of myself. And at one point I get a text message accusing me of uh, just making her a mix from an Apple genius generated playlist because her computer made one really similar than the mix that I just gave her. And it was kind of an awkward conversation to have to explain how Apple Genius worked and also, you know, acknowledge that I was a little bit offended that she thought I would do that. But I guess that's my early introduction to AI and uh, heartbreak. Putting this on a mixtape myself, and um, <laughs> I'm already laughing. I love it. <laughs> and having someone say, "Oh, yeah, okay, yeah," I mean, talk about coming in um, too hot or worrying about coming in too hot. This song gets gets pretty explicit. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, the beauty of like making a mix CD for someone, or you know, putting songs on it uh, in the hopes of kind of communicating your feelings is like you can go for songs that make those feelings very plainly stated, like kiss me on my neck or it must be love, but you can also kind of let the artists say what you're not Mm. willing to say. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I I do. I love Mirror so much. So I, Mm -hmm. when I went looking for some of the old mixtapes that I had made, I found that I had put some of her stuff on different mixtapes. Nothing, nothing that really, um, you know, said, I've got a crush on you. I saw a song that I put on several mixes is one called The Struggle, mm-hmm. uh, which was from uh, the 2004 album, Come On Miracle, uh, from uh, Mira. Uh, that song, Dreamboat, is from the 2008 album, The Old Days Feeling. Mira, you know, we played her stuff back in the earliest days of All Songs Considered, going all the way back with her 2000 debut. Um, Heck yeah. Yeah, love Mira. Um, let's go to another listener. This is uh, one of the written ones we got uh, from a listener named Raven who lives in Baton Rouge. Uh, and she writes, My husband put Vibrant Thing by Q-Tip on his second mixtape to me, uh, being that it was 2009. Uh, it was actually a CD with songs that he downloaded from LimeWire. LimeWire. <laughs> she says, I was 17 and couldn't imagine anything more romantic than the, and then she's quoting the song here, imprinted on my mind every minute, make my plans, and you're always in it. Been his vibrant thing for 15 years now. Uh. 
check it out now. Uh. No doubt now. Uh. Yeah. Check it out now. Uh. No doubt, yeah. Special girl, real good girl. Biggest thing in my itty bitty world. Call her up and she made me feel right. Wish the bliss could never take flight. Sitting back with this mic in my hand. Spitting hot shit, trying to see grand. Imprinted on my mind every minute. Make my plans and you always in it, y'all. Uh, such a vibrant thing. Vibrant thing, a vibrant thing. And even though we both fly, give each other space and not the evil eye. Acting like grown-ups, don't even try to hide cause the spot blown up. Girlfriend telling you she wanna see. I say I don't know, but you say gladly. There's some pretty advanced dating concepts in this song for a a 17-year-old because she says she was 17. Yeah. You know, but just the idea of, like, we're going to give each other space, you know, and the mutual respect and, you know. um, Yeah, you know, I guess I'm I'm surprised. Uh, Hers was not the only story we got from someone who said that they were a teenager, you know, know, their high school sweetheart gave them a mixtape, and and they're still together, you know, decades later. Mm -hmm. It's amazing to me. It's so beautiful. Yeah, I mean, there's there's big concepts in this song, but I also feel like, I don't know, there's such an effortlessness to the relationship that's depicted in this song, too. Mm-hmm. Even when there's moments of, like, we need to give each other space, like, I don't know, this song really, it feels like it captures when you're so in your feelings about someone that it kind of catches you off guard. Like, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's it's beautiful that so many people um, called in with, uh, with songs um, from mixtapes from people that they're still together with. Yeah, especially like I said, especially like I would I would barely date me now, let alone when, <laughs> you know, let alone when I, I was a teenager. I mean, just the maturity that it requires. Um, I, I guess I'm I'm outing myself as a terribly immature person when I was a teenager, <laughs> but just that requires a certain degree of. Um, you know, I don't know, discipline and wisdom and ability to look down the road and, you know, for you both to look in the same direction at that age and over so yeah. much time, and it takes a lot. Yeah. It couldn't yeah. be me, but no, congrats no. to people. <laughs> hey, but I'm glad it worked out for you. Yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, we need to take another quick break, uh, but we will have uh, more songs and stories from our listeners when we come back. Support for NPR and the following message come from the American Cancer Society. Dr. Alpa Patel leads a team that researches cancer risk factors, and she shares how her team makes an impact. We always do what we like to think of as actionable science. So the work that we do makes its way to things like nutrition and physical activity guidelines for cancer.org, where millions of people come each year to learn about how they can better prevent cancer. To learn more, go to cancer.org. It's All Songs Considered from NPR Music. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Hazel Sills. Uh, we're sharing listeners' stories and songs about uh, the tracks that they, they put on mixtapes or playlists, you know, to let somebody know um, that they have a crush on them. Uh, Hazel, why don't you get us to uh, another listener? Yeah, so this was another um, audio voice memo that we got. Uh, this one was from a listener named Michael. So 35 years ago, I sent my crush a mixtape with two songs on it, Tired of Waiting by The Kinks and Magnet and Steel by Walter Egan. I guess it worked out pretty well because now she's been my wife for 30 years. 
Man, I'm grooving here. Yeah. Hazel, you're in New York. You, you can't see my sweet moves here in the studio <laughs> all by myself listening to this. I, it's the song, you know, like this came on. I'm like, I don't listen to the Kinks. I love the Kinks, but I, I don't really reach for them. I heard this and I was like, that's it. I'm just spending the rest of the day listening to the Kinks. It's so good. It's yeah. so good. And it's also such a, I feel like out of all the songs that we've played on this episode, like the desperation in this song feels yeah. very new. Oh, desperation. Yeah. <laughs> You, you hit the nail on the head because what this song made me think of is um, when my, my now wife and I started dating. It's been nearly 20 years ago now. But, um, you know, we lived, in, we lived in D.C. in the city. And um, you know what it's like living in the city when you, mm-hmm. maybe you're living with your significant other and you break up. But it's so expensive to, to find a new place. You just end up living together. Yeah. You, you know, so so she was in that situation. She and her boyfriend had broken up, but they were still living together because it just takes forever and so much money to find a new place. And, you know, but I was waiting. You know, we knew, we knew that we, we liked each other and we wanted to start dating, but she wanted to wait until he had found a place and moved out and all that sort of stuff. So I, I had a calendar. I literally wrote X's on each day. <laughs> and I just remember thinking, this is the most excruciating wait of my life. But now that you use the word desperate, yeah, I guess that's kind of what I was feeling. It's desperation time. from a place of, of love. Yeah, um, well, and, and, and infatuation yes. and lust and all, all that sort of stuff. Uh, I guess maybe I'll, I'll use that as, a, as, as an excuse to share my pick now. Um, you know, like I said, I've, I did make many mixtapes and I made mixtapes for my wife. And um, it was so long ago, I wasn't sure that they still existed. And I couldn't really remember what was on them. So I went digging around and I found a, a box of stuff that she has kept. And she kept those mixed. CDs that I gave her. It was very sweet to see. And um, it was kind of painful reading through the list of all the songs. I shared the, I took photos and sent them to you because I included all these little, I had to, you know, I, I can't just put the song. I had to put a little parenthetical review of, you know, some of the songs like, oh, well, this is, you know, by so-and-so and this is what you, you It's know. just helpful information. <laughs> well, you're very generous. It was, it was, it was very painful to read. Um, and uh, yeah, and I, I thought, oh God, I, I got so lucky that she ended up wanting to date uh, after she got these mixtapes. But <laughs> but there was a lot of great music on it that I do stand by. And um, the one song I want to play is from the Magnetic Fields. It's I Don't Want to Get Over You. Get over you 
guess I could take a sleeping pill and sleep back well. And I'll have to go through what I go through. I guess I should take Prozac right and just smile all night at somebody new, somebody not too bright. One of our all-time great lyricists, Stephen Merritt, I think. So, so good. So, so dry. And I just love the message of this song. Like, I could do all these things to, yeah. to do away with my intense feelings for you, but, like, I would rather suffer exactly. <laughs> in them <laughs> than dare get rid of even a second of what I feel for you. Like, it's such an incredible song. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I it's from so it's from 69 Love Songs, mm-hmm. an album uh, that is full of 69 love songs. Uh, <laughs> it came out you don't 19, say. Yeah, it came out in 1999. Uh, exactly what it says it is. Uh, so many great tracks from that collection. Yeah. Um, actually, when we got married, a friend of ours married us, um, and she read uh, the lyrics from the Book of Love, which is also from. Uh, this collection, you know, the Book of Love is long and boring and nobody can lift the damn thing. Uh, it's full of charts and facts and figures and instructions for dancing. Uh, absolutely brilliant. Um, but it was not painful for me to to find that I had put this song on the mix. It was uh, really great to revisit this. All right, Hazel, you're up. Okay, so I should say that, like, I have made mix CDs and playlists for people all the time, especially in my teens and early 20s, people I had crushes on, people I did not have crushes on. For me, making mixes was like I was getting to work. I was like, Mm. give me your favorite artists, I'll make you a mix. Or I would size someone up and I'd make them a mix. Mm -hmm. So this song, for me, when I included this on a mix, and I, I guess this is kind of sacrilegious given the theme of the show, but I have put this song on several <laughs> mixes. <laughs> you got to cast your net. <laughs> Recycled you, yeah, this song. Yeah, you got to <laughs> cast your net far and wide. You, you don't know what you're going to pull in. Yeah. <laughs> but the reason it's a, it's a repeat is because for me, it's like an Easter egg on mm. a mix. Like if I make a mix for you and this song is on it, it is an Easter egg for you know, this is how I feel about you. Like, this is the song that communicates my feelings for you. Um, and so the song is I Want to Sleep in Your Arms by The Modern Lovers. You know I never can
What a great pick, Hazel. I, I love this song. I just it really just embodies how I feel when I like someone. I'm I am so anxious all the time, Robin. Aww. I never can relax. <laughs> but I just love uh, the idea in the song of like when it's when you're with the right person, everything is is just right. Like mm. it all comes together, and yeah, I just as a teenager, I feel like I really related to what Jonathan Richmond was doing in The Modern Lovers, kind of making music that sounded very punk and tough, but was actually quite soft at the center. And yeah. 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 I, I, to me, it's the, the little instrumental breakdown, like around the halfway point of the song. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what really does it for me. I mean, I love everything he's saying in it, but in that little instrumental moment, it says that there's a lot more going on here than just, I want to be unconscious. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with you, right? There's such yeah. a sense of play and like dancing, and you know, it just feels so good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I have to ask. So um, you put it on several mixes. How how did it work? Did it, did it ever scare anyone away? Or <laughs> no, know? it never scared anyone away. I had long relationships with all the people that I shared this song with. Um, but I'm single currently, and now I feel like I've blown up my spot. Oh. Like if I put this song on a playlist like oh, no. they're really gonna know now no, i might no. have to retire it hmm well it would be a <laughs> great honor to the ones who did receive it knowing that it's like retiring the jersey <laughs> you know it's been you, you've hoisted it to the rafters yeah uh, f- for for it's got for, enough play <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah we can't we can't use this anymore i one other thing that struck me about this song is you know when i when i went through the listener picks, and and even the one like that, I, the ones that I put on the mixes that I, I gave to my my wife, they were very much I I think for the most part very much of the time they were given, mm. and this song uh, is not that at all, right? I mean no. this is pretty, this this is from an album that came out, uh, nearly fifty years ago. Yeah, I mean I had very anachronistic music tastes as a teenager, but. Yeah, I grew up listening to The Modern Lovers, and I just feel like off of that self-titled album, this this track has always spoken to me the most. Love it. The Modern Lovers, uh, I Want to Sleep in Your Arms. That's from their self-titled record that, that came out in 1976. Um, we got way more stories and voice memos and song picks uh, from our listeners than we could ever fit on the show. But let's do one more b- before we wrap wrap it up. Uh, Yeah. Um, So this last song is from a listener named Sarah in Massachusetts who writes, For years, I had been a sucker for unrequited love. All my crushes were on boys who were taken or just wanted to be friends. Until I was 18 and I met an impossibly cute boy who I assumed was going to be just another hopeless crush. Then came the day he shared Mazzy's star with me, and I knew this time I was wrong. Or at least I was hoping. After spending the day overanalyzing every lyric, he came to my dorm room and professed his romantic intentions. I'll always remember that moment whenever I hear Mazzy sing, I think it's strange you never knew. So we'll go out on this for Mazzy Star. Love Mazzy Star. I'm so glad this, this was picked. Um, I know. Perfect song. Um, massive, massive thanks to everyone who wrote in and sent us voice memos. Um, sharing their songs and stories. Just really love hearing from everyone and, and having everyone who listens be a part of the show. Um, sincerely, really, thank you. And speaking of uh, hearing from everyone, we really do love feedback of any kind. So if you've got questions, comments, suggestions, anything at all, drop us an email at allsongs at npr.org. Also be sure to sign up for the NPR Music Newsletter uh, to keep up with uh, everything that we've got going on. You'll find that at npr.org slash newsletter. Uh, if you like the show, 
tell your friends, leave us a good review uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. And again, don't forget to check out the sponsorship-free version of the show with NPR Music Plus. That's at plus.npr.org slash NPR Music. All right. Thanks so much, Hazel. Thank you. And for NPR Music, I'm Robin Hilton. It's All Songs Considered. I want to hold the hand inside you I want to take the breath that's true I look to you and I see nothing I look to you to see the This message comes from NPR sponsor, Homes.com. Homes.com knows having the right agent can make or break your home search. That's why they provide home shoppers with an agent directory that gives you a detailed look at each agent's experience, like the number of closed sales in a specific neighborhood, average price range, and more. It lets you easily connect with all the agents in the area you're searching, so you can find the right agent with the right experience and ultimately the right home for you. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Online. Is your child asking questions on their homework you don't feel equipped to answer? IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. One subscription gets you everything. One site for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And NPR listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com NPR. What does it mean to be Black in America? In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of stories as varied, nuanced, and dynamic as the Black experience, you'll hear, it means everything. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcasts.